Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Rabbi shahli sadri wa yasirli amri wa ahlul uqdatam al-lisani yafqaw qawli. A very warm welcome to all of you, to my listeners, to the ninth episode of the second installation of Iftar for Soul, Justice to Self and Beyond. I hope this podcast uh, finds you in spirits of patience and perseverance and may Allah open our hearts uh, to to identify the wisdoms behind every challenge that we face and every blessing that we have. Um, and we, we, we just become better versions of ourselves day by day. And um, uh, of course, as always, I'd like to dedicate this episode uh, to Yaqeen Institute um, for the founder and CEO, um, uh, Sheikh Dr. Omar Suleiman, um, has combined, uh, compiled this series together of 40 hadith that uh, tackle the, uh, the issues of social justice, addressing uh, topics that are very relevant in today's times to understand the, uh, for me at least, um, it, it, it facilitated understanding um, how, how politics can work, how, 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 can, how can we use the resources we have at hand in, in the best possible way uh, that do justice to ourselves and to others and where we draw the line of uh, knowing what our needs and, our, uh, and what our wants are. Um, so may Allah uh, bless me uh, with the ability to deliver this message uh, uh, in eloquence, to deliver this message with uh, and do justice actually, <laughs> that's also uh-huh. One aspect here that I, I, I hope and I wish uh, and I will I try my best to do justice to, to the topics that I have at hand. So today we are going to the hadith that we are going to look at uh, is going to talk is going to address a very uh, repeated phrase that we have um, in our literature in our religion across different religions and that is do we respond to evil with good or not or how do we respond to evil right like it's always this if 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 you know, offer your second cheek if someone smacks your first cheek, uh, or um, uh, tit for tat, or t- uh, tongue for tongue, hand for hand, leg for leg, etc. You know, you we have, we have endless literature, um, and. Um, numerous uh, authors, historians, philosophers talking about this principle, right? Like, um, who takes a higher road? When do we take a higher road? So let's, let's, uh, let's get into it a bit. Um, a bit. Uh, I'm sure with this podcast, we're just going to, we're just going to scratch the surface a bit. <laughs> it's, it's quite a deep topic. Um, so I'm going to um, so, um, talk about this uh, ayah, that is ayah 199 in Surah Al-A'raf. Um, and uh, this is uh, there's a so there's a st- story uh, in the tafsir of this ayah, and that's where the hadith comes from. So Jabir, uh, one of the companions of Prophet Muhammad anhu, Jabir anhu, narrates, quote, when this verse was revealed to Prophet Muhammad and the verse is, take to forgiveness and enjoin that which is good and turn away from the ignorance, foolish people. End quote. So when this verse was revealed. Prophet Muhammad asked Jibreel so the angel Gabriel, the famous one from other Abrahamic faiths, what is the meaning or implications of this? Jibreel remarked, allow me to ask Allah and I will return. Upon his return, he said that, upon his return, he said that, Allah commands you the following, to forgive the one who oppresses you, to give to the one who withheld, who withheld from you, to bring close to you that cuts you off. 
end quote. So basically, cutting you off, uh, 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 to bring close to you that cuts you off here, the family, kinship, ties are talked about. Um, that at least from your side, there's a line of communication open. So at least you do your job of fulfilling the rights. What they do, it's not your business when it comes to, like, even if uh, there, 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 there's a clash, whatever that is, as long as it's not abusive or toxic, uh, you, you keep a door open and they know they can count on you. So now, this commandment was given to Prophet Muhammad because he was leading, he actually, um, uh, the wife of uh, Prophet Muhammad Aisha anhu, she remarks that, that, that Prophet Muhammad his, his, his character was Quran, like he was Quran, like he embodied the Quran. Because you can never follow a leader who goes exactly against what he preaches. Like it's, it's, it, it, it really doesn't make any sense and we have to be very careful here because this is a person who's preaching but he's surrounded by companions and his family all the time so he has this 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 constant scrutiny of yeah okay like how how is he with us but if you see the subhanallah this beautiful character the noble character of Prophet if you study about that you cannot but help to fall in love with this person and uh, so continuing, Prophet Muhammad said to his companions uh, after, you know, this, uh, when he heard uh, Jibreel say that, Prophet Muhammad said to his companions, Shall I not guide you to the most noble traits in this world and hereafter? They asked, What is it? He responded, Pardon the one who wrongs, give to the one who withheld, and join ties of kinship when they cut you off. I, I uh, end quote, I think this is a very powerful hadith and has. We, we, will, we, will, we will look at each of these um, listed um, uh, items one by one. But, you know, if you, if you just at face value, right? Pardon the one who wrongs you. Give, give to the one who withheld from you and enjoy ties of kinship when they cut you off. What's really interesting is that this hadith is very easy and very powerful if you give this advice to someone else. But now the question arises, how do I apply this on my own? Like we have all been to through, uh, we have all been through situations where we were wrong, where we were treated unjustly, and this question always comes to your mind: What did I ever do to this person, or what did I, what did I ever do to to deserve this? Right? We always have these 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 thoughts. These thoughts can can come up as a result of when a person actually knows the way his character is, or it may come uh, from uh, it may stem from a lack of reflection of one person, uh, of, of someone. So what's really interesting is that the, you know, one way the injustices are perpetuated also is because someone fails to take the higher road. You, ha you, you have this fire of vengeance in you. You want to revenge. You want, you want to take revenge. We justify our lower standards that are set by someone else. It's, and usually they're the person who oppresses you. In, in those situations that I'm talking about. So now the, the, now the question is, who do I look up to, right? Well, who is my role model? What kind of, what do I do in situations where I felt that I was really mistreated, where I felt that I was, uh, I was treated unjustly, I was not given my right, I was not given anything that I deserved. So what do I do in these situations? Do I, do I, do I take some revenge? Do I turn back and, and respond to them with the same way they, they, they handled me? So. A story um, uh, comes to my mind right now, which um, um, Omar Suleiman also in this uh, very episode uh, mentions, is the character of Omar Mukhtar. He was a freedom fighter from the Libyan side when you know there was a warfare going on between Italy and Libya. And if you read the character of Omar uh, Mukhtar, it's it's it's, uh, it's 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 very fascinating. 
the way he he dealt with people, the altruism that he ha- um, that he displayed. So uh, he had two uh, Italian soldiers in, in, in captivity, and uh, we talked about captive prisoner of wars in our last episode, um, and this will also then show you the uh, what Prophet Muhammad left as a legacy behind, how to treat the prisoner of wars. So uh, he had two soldiers in captivity. So the the people around them uh, they told him like, why don't you k- kill them because that's what they're doing to our soldiers uh, in uh, uh, in war. And then he said, which I think is a beautiful and very powerful statement. He said that they are not our teachers. So we, you know, we, we cannot we cannot simply someone has to show mercy and 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 someone has to take a higher road at some point. I'm not saying that we have to do it every single time, but we should have reflected enough to know when that when is the right time. And we need to we need to we need to we need to establish justice. And I think, um, unfortunately, uh, the the kind of reputation Islam has nowadays it's uh, it's it, it, it's 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 beyond it's beyond heart rending. But if you really look at the conquest of Mecca, especially when you if if you take into context what happened in Mecca, the prosecution, the the the, the torture, how everyone even wanted to kill uh, Prophet Muhammad there were, there were, there were, there were plans. There was, there was everything, and that's why there were two migrations. Prophet Muhammad only migrated once, but if you see, after all of that, after getting power, when he had, a, when he had established a state in Medina, when he went back to conquest Mecca, this is perhaps one of the most, if not the most, actually, uh, most peaceful conquest of any city that ever happened in history, in the entire history, and with the people who treated him in the worst way as possible. There was there was a three-year economic uh, uh, economic boycott. Uh, he lost his uh, beloved wife because of uh, because because of this boycott because there was there was not enough enough food for anyone. So I'm not going to get into that. But what I'm trying to here get is that if you really look at when people showed when when he showed up and people people were like you know okay now definitely we are going to be we're going to be you know we we're going to be killed because it's a conquest and we 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 know what we have done to him and when he entered upon he said that what do you think should be done to you so you know he it would if he would have killed them it would have been in complete justice when it comes to war but even at that point he said you all are forgiven you're all free to go so you see even at that particular position and he was in a position to establish role model, a, a, a noble character and a character of the one who will be a role model for 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 millennials, for for millennia. So you see that here also he took the high road. So now, what's really interesting is that uh, they, uh, there is another story of um, Umar bin Khattab, where now he during his time of of uh, when he was a caliph. So now imagine he's a caliph, right? So he is a ruler, the leader, the president. However, you want to understand this in your context. So he, um, there was there was one person, uh, one of the very important consultants of of, of uh, for for Umar bin Khattab. His name is Al Al uh, ibn ibn Qais. He said that is it okay if I bring one of my cousins with me? So he was like, yeah, okay, of course, bring it, bring him along. So now try to understand. This is an uninvited um, guest in the gathering of the king, of the royal king at the time when he is the caliph. Now he comes in and he starts yelling at Umar bin al-Khattab. He says, Oh you Ibn al-Khattab, the son of Khattab, you are, um, uh, by Allah you neither give us sufficient provision nor you judge us with justice. So this came across as a very severe accusation. And Umar bin al-Khattab was very angered by that. And now imagine this person has three things at hand. First, his power, the authority that he has. He's, he's the caliph. 
and he could have taken any drastic measure. Like imagine if you are sitting, I'm in, I'm in, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just imagine like if I go up to a president and just tell him to his face, yelling at him how he treats people. What kind of a response would I get from from his uh, from his uh, bodyguards or from his um, uh, uh, pe- people in ranks that 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 that, that are that, that are around him, his advisors. So you know, you, we 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 need to see here that he has this authority. Plus, he had the body the bo- the bodily image because he was very famous for to be known as a very tall and a giant man. And he had a dora next to him. He had a stick, so he could have easily smacked him. But at that point, people always used to remark around him that the, his companions that he was he was very held by Quran. So he, he reminded himself of this verse, of this ayah that we are looking at right now. So this, this hadith for the Prophet, the best of the noble character that you, you, that you enjoin, that, that, that you pardon the person who wrongs you. So at that point, he said that, you know, this is coming, he, he, he tried to sub- subdue his anger and he turned the man away. So you see, even at this point that he, he was able to understand where is the line where I know that, okay, I need to... He's just talking out of foolishness or whatever or whatever that situation was. So it's the best is to turn him away because that's also the last part of the ayah. And to that, many scholars have, uh, uh, extending on this idea, many scholars have, uh, have, 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 uh, have, have coined a beautiful saying where they say that, actually it's, it's quite profound, they say that you are, you are only treated in one way or the other. Either it's ihsan or it's taqseel. Now, what is ihsan and what is taqseel? Ihsan is that when someone treats you way beyond than you would have expected to be treated. Like this, you know, you, sometimes you ask yourself, what did I do to even deserve this person in my life? Like they are so beyond helpful. They are so nice. They are such kind people, etc., etc. We all have that one incident in our lives where we can look back and we say that this person really treated us in the most best possible way we could have imagined. He, this guy treated, this, 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 this person exceeded our expectations. And this person was the most helpful person I could have, I could have ever imagined. Maybe he was an angel, etc., etc. You know, people can people can say all sort of stuff. At the same time, you have taqseel. Taqseel is when someone treats you with deficiency. And this this goes all both ways, right? Sometimes you also can go beyond when you really care for someone. You have, especially in relationships, right? What are the what are what are the, what are the most fights about? I have done so much for this person. I have done this, this, and this. I have sacrificed so much. What has he done to me? And what is... So, you know, we always have this mindset that we that we, we see that, okay, we are going to uh, treat people with ihsan also and we treat with deficiency. But one thing that the scholars have mentioned, there is never going to be a way that you will be treated exactly the same way you have treated someone. This can never happen. And it's, 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 a, really, it's, a, really, it's a really deep statement because what's, what's, what's really interesting in this is that, you know, there, there's, there, there's always... There will be always people who will bring you down. There will also be people who will bring you up. But there is also this balance, right? We need to remind ourselves sometimes that even if we do not deserve excellence of treatment in that moment, yet we were treated. So if we are not treated the, that, the way we expected or deserve to be treated, then let's try to learn to remind ourselves that it's okay. Let's, 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 forget, let's, let's try to move forward because I would have done the same in, in the past to someone. Maybe someone did treat a better, maybe someone did deserve a better treatment than what I, the way I treated that person with, right? This happens so many times in, in dynamics of friendships, of relationships, of, of family, of kinship especially, like with, with, with relatives, right? We, we, we always have this, 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 this comparison how we treated someone and how they treated in response. But if we put Allah in this equation, when if you, if you, 
if you remind yourself that I'm only doing this, if I'm only extending this hand of goodness for the sake of Allah, then it's, it's, it's the best road you can take. You don't do it for the sake of people, you just do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Allah also tells you that if you see that, you know, like if it's a foolish, if there's ignorant people, you turn them away. You don't have to be with them, but, but still, speak a word of courtesy. That, that this, this, is, this I can connect to my previous podcast that I did. I think it was the th- fourth, third or the fourth episode where Prophet Muhammad was, was told um, by Allah that yes, these people will come and, and come and attack you, but speak a word of courtesy, be nice to them. So, so it's 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 really interesting. So uh, one 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 of the narrations, uh, Yusuf ibn Malik al Makki, uh, it's a story in Abu Dawood um, that you know some offerings were taken and and he was doing the accounting and everything. Um, what the deserve was given to them. So one of the orphans was cheated by 1,000 dirhams. And uh, what happened is that when, when that happened, uh, he was able to go and get 2,000 dirhams out from this person. And then uh, he said to the child, go ahead and take whatever you want. And uh, he said that, you know, you do not... And then he, he, he remembered the saying of the Prophet Muhammad where he said that honor the trust of someone who entrusts you and do not betray the one who betrays you. Because, you know, if he stole st- something from you, it doesn't mean that you steal from him. Because at the end of the day, it was only 1,000 euro, right? Who gave you the, the right to take more from him? If, if you have been wronged, you go to, you go to, you go to uh, an authority. You don't, you don't take it in your hands. Because really, at the end of the day, we need to remind ourselves that we are not clean ourselves. We cannot simply be like, okay, you know, that, that, what's really interesting is that there's a word called khiyana, that if someone is withholding from you and you take something else from them. So let's say if uh, someone has uh, taken away, in school it happened all the time. Uh, sometimes uh, some of my fellow students, they took away my, my notebook, my, my, my pencil, whatever. And then I felt like, okay, he has taken my this, this, this and this, I will take something else from him. And this happens quite a lot. This is something that 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 that, that children do in uh, uh, also in their in their daily lives, but we need to teach ourselves a lesson that we do not have the right to take something more or steal something else from someone for what they have taken away from us. This is this is definitely not this is definitely not accommodated in Islamic principles of of dealing in such situations. So, moving forward. If we, if, we forgive, if we forgive someone, does it also mean that you let them go? Of course not. Because silence, in, as, we, as we refer to our methodologies, silence can also be violence. And silence is violence in many situations. There is ruling on silence. That's a podcast we, um, episode 7 is about rulings on silence. But the, the idea here is that you, you try, you at least try or you, do, you inspire at least to show some sense of excellence um i'm sorry for the background background sound here uh i'm kind of having uh (laughs) uh challenges are faced to find a spot where i can sit in a (laughs) airtight room (laughs) anyway so you you show some sense of excellence instead of resorting to vengeance because vengeance can also lead to a point where you, you without even you knowing you might even oppress you become the oppressor so we need to realize that, yes, we can, we can be victims, but we, we can be victims to a certain extent, not to an extent where we, 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 completely f- we are completely driven by what went wrong to us, and we, 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 forget, uh, um, uh, we, we, for, we forget that, uh, that there is also 
uh, a responsibility that we have to take uh, of our actions. So yeah, and and also you know and this also doesn't mean that you know you you that you start opening doors now to everyone in your life that you know someone who's toxic someone who's abusive to you verbally uh, emotionally or physically for example of course of course not at that point but you see these these kind of emotions are also packed under uh, um, uh, the, the, in the last part of the ayah uh, that would be my understanding at the moment where you know it's more like more like ignorance right because you know you why would you physically abuse someone we also talked about that, right? When we looked at the hadith where the, uh, where the, where the, where the person was, was, was hitting the slave. And Prophet Muhammad without even asking, why are you hitting? You said, you don't do that. You just, you, you, that is a line that you don't cross. Because you are physically attacking the, the, the line here, the line, the dignity of a person. And that's very precious and sacred in Islam. The dignity of, the, of, uh, of, of, your, of your fellow human. So now, for example, what's really interesting, if you, if you see that Prophet Muhammad was so well known about his principles, especially what he said earlier, that you, know, you don't betray the trust of, some, of those who entrust you, um, uh, that you honor the trust, that even his sworn enemies, Abu Jahl was one of his enemies, really strong enemy, actually, if you study the, um, study the Sira, that even at that point, he used to give his uh, um, possessions to him to, and he used to entrust Prophet Muhammad with his possessions. So now imagine you're holding a watch of someone in your hand and this person wants to kill you. Do you would you really care if you want to give the watch back to that person? So you have these, like, you, you find these examples at the, with, from the Prophet Muhammad I mean, of course, these are definitely examples that, 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 that are, you know, that, that display excellence in character. But at least we see that, yes, there is a role model that I can look up to. If one person has done it, why can't I do it? I mean, if we can take this mindset instead of reminding ourselves in what ways vengeance was uh, seeked and what kind of revenge we took, instead of celebrating revenge and vengeance, we can celebrate kindness also. You know, this, 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 this whole... Um, idea of this hyper independence or you know you where we we are we are becoming uh, so easily offended so easily uh, hurt um, uh, and and we, we start taking this this approach of, 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 of gaining sympathy you know getting attention for whatever reason I'm I'm not going to judge intentions here of any individual but we need to see for ourselves because I have been in that shoes also where I know that I was seeking some kind of vengeance just to have some sympathy from people. Just to be like, oh my God, I've been through so much. I've, I've seen so much. I've been through many unfair situations, blah, blah, blah. Because this would help me justify my wrongdoings. Because this would help me not to take responsibility of my wrong actions by acting as a victim. So the, so the, the, idea, the idea at the end of the day is, so I'm going to bring this uh, episode to an end now. It was quite a shorter episode. That the idea is that we aim at defeating the the bad in others and the bad and our bad. So we we help, as the saying goes, we help the oppressed and the oppressor. We help the oppressor by not letting him continue on, on that path. And if and, and another uh, uh, examples, if you want to look at, if you can look at the the, the time of Salahuddin, uh, how he uh, treated uh, the prisoners of force, the, the the kind of reputation he had amongst. Not only amongst his people, but also the, amongst his op- opponents. If you really 
read Salahuddin and, and his The Congress of Jerusalem, etc. It's, it, it, it's fascinating the kind of stories you would come across uh, from a person as a, as a ruler. The, 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 the thing is that these stories speak volumes, especially to the Muslim world, because we see what is happening today in today's times, especially in the country where I am right now. I really, you really see this power dynamics. You really see how, how, how toxifying power can be, and 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 and, and, and what extremes you can go to to maintain that. So I hope we, I hope we 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 are led by the lights of our goodness in us. And not that not and, and we, we, we understand what drives us and we give the, the best of the best of ourselves on the driving seat and to pray to Allah that He 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 keeps us in His safety from seeking vengeance, from seeking revenge, from seeking power, from seeking um uh yeah from from, from seeking compensation. But there is no harm in seeking compensation if you've been wrong, if, you've, if, 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 if you were uh, treated unjustly. But we should also always remember that we also never uh, treat everyone justly or the way that they deserve every single time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.